Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. Welcome to the NBS Sales School Podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. Um, man, I've been thinking uh, back in this me versus me series, how much more, uh, how much better I can be when I show up as the, as the me, that the strong me, right? The one that's opened outside ideas, the one that um, is willing to walk away. And one of the things that I have realized, and I struggle with this, right, is how open am I to outside ideas? And where I got punched in this, I was I got referred to a couple of prospects. They were kind of hot shots. They thought they made a lot of money and they wanted to um, be like, yeah, we could just use a little tune up, blah, 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 blah. And the reality was, as we got in and talked, um, these guys are in the financial services business, kind of insurance hot shots. And they said, um, you know, it takes us five or six meetings to get a new client. Um, because that's just where our business is. And we have a, you know, we keep people for 30, 40 years. So, you know, it makes sense to take a long time because they couldn't possibly trust us after one meeting. Okay. All right. So, um, and so we talked about that and I said, well, um, how do you know that? They said, well, that's just who our market is. They're not fast decision makers, blah, 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 blah. And so. I said, well, suppose I told you that I've got other clients that can get broker record letters. They can move business and not all the time, but sometimes one meeting and certainly generally two. Oh, well, that's different. That's completely different. Blah, 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 blah. We're not, we're not interested in that. We don't want to put that kind of blah, blah, blah. And so I said, okay, well, um, I don't know if I can help you or not because I never do, right? If I can help somebody, I don't know. Don't know if I want to. Um, and I said, let's do this. Let's uh, do a skills assessment on both of you. Um, it'll cost 500 bucks a piece to do the skills assessment. And by the way, if any of y'all listening want to figure out, you know, could I get better? What do I need to do? I'm happy to hook you up with one of these skills assessments and you can check it out. We'll have a coaching session at the end and you can decide whether or not, you know, you even want my help to fix any of the stuff if there is anything. So um, anyway, I offered these guys that and they said, okay, we're going to, um, we're going to, we'll get back to you on Monday. This was like Wednesday. They're going to get back to me on Monday over a thousand dollar decision. Thousand bucks. Took them five, you know, take five days. I said, Hey, Bo, um, you know, we talked about getting about yes or no at the beginning of this. I said, we don't make decisions like this, you know, on the spot. We don't want to put people under pressure like this. I said, look, I got a real easy solution to this. Let's just call this enough because, you know, if a thousand dollar decision, uh, is a problem for you, um, we're going to have a lot of problems. You know, oh, it's not a problem for us. We just want to have time to sleep on it, think it over. I was like, okay, well, I said, I'm going to go ahead and close the file because at this point, I don't think I can help. But now that's over, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. And I said, if you knew that other people like you, right, we're actually closing huge deals with people in one or two meetings without put pressure on people. Because they realized it didn't take five or six. Does that surprise you? They said, well, those aren't our clients, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, here's the thing. The way you buy anything 
is probably the way you sell. You think that's normal. So if you want to sleep on something or, you know, stupid thousand dollars is, if you want to sleep on something for five days before you make a thousand dollar decision, you probably think that's the right way. And they said, well, yeah. And I said, okay, you're putting that on your clients. Either consciously or subconsciously, you are expecting them to, and maybe even telling them to take their time. Well, here's what happens between the time that you finish your little sales call and they call you back four or five days, four or five weeks later, they've looked around other options. They've figured out what they want to do, what they don't. And at that point, you've lost complete control. Here's what I'm right. We should be calling on decision makers. They should be able to make decisions. And maybe it's just a, an agreement to take a step forward. Maybe it's just an agreement that we're each going to do this certain thing. But you have to understand, I have to understand, right? That people can make decisions in one meeting. And if we struggle with that, then we're going to make our sales cycle longer. We will continue to make it long, 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 either because we're afraid to ask. We're afraid to say, hey, at the end of this meeting, let's figure out whether or not you write us a check. Let's figure out then this meeting, whether or not you hire us to do some kind of a study. If at the end of the meeting, they're not sure they want to do that. Let's call it a no. It's okay. You're not going to get every deal. Here's what I want you to know about this long sales cycle. If you drag it out and drag it out and drag it out, it means you're afraid to hear no. And no, sometimes the right word. So let's think about this another way. I want us to be comfortable being wrong. How comfortable are you at actually being wrong? Because here's the thing. We have no idea what most of our prospects' steps were to get to where they are in today's life. We have no idea the road they've traveled, what they think about the road they travel. And if we go ahead and make assumptions that our prospects are just like us, right, you're screwing this up. They don't have a different set of eyes. They have a different set of experiences. They have a different set of feelings. And so if you go to a sales call to give people your opinion about how things ought to be done, because you want to educate them and tell them, maybe that advice is not the best for them. Right? You have no idea. I think I've told you all the story before. I had a guy that I called on years ago. He ran an electronics or uh, some kind of electrical supply company. He said the company lost a million dollars the year before. I said, God, what did that feel like? And what, what, you know, how'd that work? And he said, actually, it worked out pretty well. I was able to buy my partner at a much reduced price. He was fine with losing a million bucks. It worked in his damn favor. Right? That's not exactly the advice I would give him because I had no idea the path he walked. If you go into a sales call, sincerely curious, understanding that you can learn something from every single person you ever meet, no matter where they are, you can learn something about you if you'll just take the time. Don't go in with your own pre-programmed, I'm going to tell them this. Go in with the idea, I'm here to learn. And maybe you set up boundaries around that, right? Here's how much time we want to spend. Here's what I'd like to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Let's figure out then whether or not we should do this. You okay with that? And then go be sincerely curious. Ask questions about their opinions, about where they are in life and where they want to be. And then figure out if you're the right one to help them. 
You may be, maybe you're not, but it begins with the first step of, do they trust you enough to give you money to make the problem go away? Are you okay being wrong? They don't trust you. Are you okay being wrong that you don't know the answer? Maybe the answer you think is not the right answer. Are you willing to learn? Are you open to new ideas? Ask yourself this, are you, are you open to changing your behavior? I talked to some guy the other day who said he reads 20 business books a year. And I said, tell me one thing that you've changed because of that. Well, I, uh, I know more now, but he's not freaking doing anything with it. You're wasting your time reading 20 business books. If you're not making any changes. Go out there, examine what you're doing. What are the thoughts that you have that are holding you back? Do you want to do a deeper dive into that and do an assessment? I'm happy to set you up with that. We can have a coaching session and that you don't have to hire me. I don't have to take you as a client, but it might be a good learning tool for you. Walker McKay with no BS sales. Get them. Thanks for listening to the no BS sales school podcast. If you haven't already, please take one minute to write a quick review for the show. It really does make a huge difference. Also subscribe to the show and please forward this episode to somebody else who needs to hear it. As a bonus for listening, I'm going to give you access to a free mini course, Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Making, and What You Can Do About It. Go to www.7salesmistakes.com and get access to the free mini course. That's the number seven salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the OBS Sales School Podcast.